today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. NAFTA and uh, the NAFTA negotiations. As we know, round one is already wrapped up. And on Labor Day weekend, of course, they'll begin round two. Uh, what about the comments of uh, Donald Trump the other night, though, at his uh, rally in Phoenix, Arizona, when uh, he uh, raised a few eyebrows in uh, Canada and in Mexico when he made this comment? Personally, I don't think we can make a deal because we have been so badly taken advantage of. They have made such great deals, both of the countries, but in particular Mexico, that I don't think we can make a deal. So I think we'll end up probably terminating NAFTA at some point. Well, uh, that did not go over too well with a number of people, at, even in the audience last night, or the other night, of course, in Phoenix, including the Chamber of Commerce president. Uh, in uh, Canada and Mexico, officials are, uh, well, officially shrugging their shoulders and say no big deal. But is that how they really feel? And how will a comment like that affect the negotiations? Let's ask Ian Lee from the Sprout School of Business at Carleton University. He joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show. Good morning, Ian. How are you doing today? I'm doing just great, Bill. This Good. Is a very meaty subject. It isn't it though? Let's well, let me give you. Your, let's start off with your reaction, Ian, when sure. you heard what Trump said the other night. How how, how did that hit, sit with you? And and what do you think the ramifications are? Right. Let me just correct one thing, and then I'll deal with what hit my analysis of of what Trump said. Um, when he said this is the worst deal possible, um, I've always skipped past that in our past conversations, but I want to confront this, okay, because I teach this stuff, and I've got the hard data, and this isn't theory, this isn't opinion. This is the study done at the 20-year anniversary of NAFTA by three countries. One's called Canada, one's called the United States, and one's called Mexico. Who did the study? The National Statistical Agencies with thousands of economists, thousands of trained, highly trained economists. And they crunched all the numbers from the three economies, the totality of the three economies. And what they were trying to find out was to come up with an elaborate analysis of all the data to find out what was the effect of NAFTA. And they allowed for job losses because trade agreements create job losses and job gains because it allows the better, stronger firms, the more efficient firms to specialize, and they kill the weaker firms. We know that. So they crunched this big study. And they found that over a 20-year period... 40 million net after-job loss jobs were created. In other words, after you account for the job losses, NAFTA was responsible for the creation of 40 million. The lion's share of those jobs were in the United States. That's obvious. Why? Because the United States has over 300 million people. Mexico is the second largest beneficiary of NAFTA in raw numbers because they have over 100 million people. And Canada had the smallest but significant, still very significant number of jobs created because we have the smallest population. So it is absolute, factual, statistical, empirical nonsense what Donald Trump is saying, that it was the worst deal ever. I would turn him upside down because he's, he's standing on his head instead of on his feet. This was the best deal that the United States has ever negotiated in any trade agreement. So he's just flat out wrong. Now let's go to, the, to my analysis of it. Okay. I, I think that there were two separate things he was doing here. Two, two objectives, if you want to call it that. One is this was a, a partisan audience, by and large, in a, uh, a border state. Uh, and I know Mexico, excuse me, um, Arizona very well because my only sister lives there and has lived there for years and I've visited her many times. And uh, they're very sensitive about the whole relationship with Mexico because of illegal immigration and so forth. And so he gave a red meat speech to a, a hardcore uh, partisan Trump audience. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. All politicians do that. Every political party has a base, 
I mean, other political parties say, oh, no, we don't have a base. It's just the bad guys that have a base. Every party has a base. The NDP has a base. The Liberal Party has a base. Democratic Party. And politicians throw out red meat lines to the base that really mobilize and, and, and excite the supporters. And in this uh, audience, the, the Trump supporters, they, a lot of them don't like NAFTA. Not all of them, but a lot of them don't like it. So first and foremost, he was preaching to the crowd, preaching to the, uh, to the converted, if you will, preaching to the choir, his hardcore base, who mostly, mostly don't, don't like NAFTA. His second, uh, I think, mission or objective or purpose was to, because Donald Trump has an enormous ego, and he thinks he's this big wheeler-dealer guy, because he wrote a book called The Art of the Deal, claiming, well, he didn't write the book, but he claimed how great a de- wheeler-dealer he is. I think he's trying to, virtually speaking, inject himself into the negotiating room where the Canadian, American, and uh, Mexican negotiators are negotiating. And he's doing that through the media because he knows they read the newspapers. They're not in some kind of a lockup, like a jury trial or something. They're, they have full access to all the media reporting and all the utterances by all the leaders. And so they see uh, Trump out there and listen to Trump. And I think he's basically trying to, A, intimidate the Canadian and Mexican administrators and buck up the American administrators so they, in case they're starting to waver or get a little bit wobbly, they don't say, oh, my God, look at what Donald Trump said last night, you know. So I think he's, got, he's crazy like a fox on this issue. But, uh, and I don't agree with him at all empirically on what he said about NAFTA, but I think his agenda is a, a build up the base, support the base, Tell the base he's there with them, supporting them, working for them. At the same time, try and intimidate the Canadians and the Americans, excuse me, Canadians and Mexicans, to maybe compromise a little bit more than they might otherwise would have because they hear Trump and Trump's trying to scare them, basically, bully them by saying, hey, we're, we might just rip up this deal, so go away. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.